Hey everyone, this is PRI Talk. I'm your host, Jason Bibler. Thank you guys for listening. Today on the show, I talk about tiered recruiting system and also I make a plea with my Division II coaching friends. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining me on the show today. Um, did want to throw out a quick quick reminder uh, that if you had any questions, comments, thoughts, need any recruiting help whatsoever, uh, you can go to my website, website PRIVolleyball.com. Uh, check out my blog. You can check out the podcast episodes there as well. Um, and just reach out to me with any questions you might have. Um, so today I wanted to talk about uh, something that's been it's been going on for quite a while, and I think um, this summer with the June fifteenth thing and the two thousand twenty two class has really um, blown this up. Um, and, and I and I I want to talk about it a little bit, kind of go through uh, some of the pieces and and um, just give you an idea of kind of how I see a lot of this playing out and and kind of why. Um, I'm not a huge fan of it from, from either perspective, from the coach perspective or the athlete perspective. Okay. So, um, so this is the, the tier recruiting approach, right? Um, so I talked to a lot of college coaches, um, kind of before and after, um, and, and lots and lots of coaches were, were talking about their, their top tier, their second tier, their bottom tier, um, whatever. And so this, this whole idea of this tier recruiting approach, I think has, has really blown up um, as of late and become kind of uh, the, the main way um, a lot of athletes are, are doing their recruiting and a lot of coaches are doing their recruiting. So I kind of want to uh, talk about that a little bit and, and, and mention some of my um, kind of pitfalls I feel like are there. So, um, so coaches have, you know, they have a top tier uh, and they have a bottom tier, maybe a second tier, uh, however they want to define that. Um, again, this can be a list of schools for an athlete or a list of athletes for a school. Okay. This can go both direction, both directions, um, from, from the, from the athlete to the coach, right? The athlete is sending out emails, trying to figure out who's interested. Um, and they're creating, uh, you know, maybe a, a couple different tiers of schools that they're interested in, right? Um, from the coach to the athlete, um, the coaches are sending out, uh, school info to athletes at the top and at the bottom of their, of their tiers. Okay. Um, and, and sometimes this breaks down differently for, for other schools, but, um, you know, I had several schools kind of explain it to me this way. Their, their top tier group, their first group gets an email and some sort of info package on the school in the mail. So email and, um, kind of some snail mail stuff. The second tier, um, group, uh, will get uh, just an email. Okay. Now the problem with this right off the bat is uh, that the girls don't really know which tier they're in. Okay. Um, and, and that creates a lot of problems uh, in my mind, just from, from the beginning. Okay. Um, so, so from the athlete side, uh, when they're doing this kind of tiered system, um, they're worried about really saying who their top schools are because, you know, they might lose the next school on the list. Okay. So if I, if I tell school B that school A is, you know, my top choice, um, then, then, um, I might lose out on, on school B. Okay. And I don't want to lose out on school B because they're my second or third choice. Right. So, um, it's, it's really hard for the athletes to really be honest about their communication with coaches about where schools stand. Um, because, you know, 
in, in this and how we're communicating now with the new rules and everything, there's just a lot of unknowns. Okay. Um, from the coaches side, they can't really say a whole lot because of the rules, right? Um, uh, others, others maybe choose to say a little bit more. Um, and, and some coaches just choose to say not a whole lot at all because they just don't want to. And that's, that's totally fine. Um, as I've mentioned in my blog about the, you know, what recruiting rules, every conference across the country is handling all these new rules differently. Okay. Um, so, so what we've got is we've got coaches inviting athletes to camp that are actually at their bottom tier. Okay. And these athletes are thinking they're maybe in the top tier. And so they're wanting to go to camp and going to camp. Um, the, the top kids on these schools list are going to get more interest. Um, and and the, the second tier kids are getting interest from other schools, but because they have interest from, you know, maybe a, a power five school, they're, they're ignoring um, the interest from, from the other schools, those schools that are actually interested, those schools that, that have this athlete in their, in their top tier. Okay. So those schools that are actually interested in the athlete move on um, because, because the athlete isn't interested um, because they're a second tier athlete to this other school. And so they move on. So it, it's, it's kind of a mess um, in, in a lot of ways. And there's just, there's not a whole lot of, of, of good communication um, really. So, and, and this happened to coaches too, right? Uh, coaches are finding that their list shrinks almost instantly on June 15th because the, the, the kid that emailed them for the last six months, quote unquote, isn't interested anymore. Right. Although they were contacting them, um, you know, sending emails and things like that, um, doing all the things that they, they should be doing. Um, but because of how things pan out on June 15th, that, you know, it kind of instantly become not interested in, in a school. Okay. Um, so we have a huge problem here on, on both sides with poor communication, miscommunication. Um, some of that is, is to, to blame on, on the new rules and how things are structured now. Um, and, and, and some of it is, you know, just both sides trying to play it safe as, as best they can. Um, so this whole notion of tiers is, is based on this idea of the backup, right? And, and, and all of my clients, we, we don't talk about the backup. Okay. The backup isn't a thing for us. Um, I, so, so the whole idea of the backup is if we, if we don't get our top group, um, of athletes or schools, then we'll go after the second group. Okay. Um, but what I think ends up happening most of the time is the backups, whether that's a school or an athlete, okay, the second tier kids, right? Um, whether that's the athlete or, or the school, um, they end up figuring out and understanding that they're backups and they move on, okay? So the coach gets the, the impression from, from the athlete that they're not super high on their list. They move on to the next kid, the next kid that's more interested, okay? Um, the athlete does the same thing. Um, the uh, school, you know, acts like they're maybe not as interested as another school, then that kid moves on from, from that school. Okay. So there's, there's definitely, um, some issues there when we, when we start pretending that we can have a quote unquote backup school. Okay. Um, and, and there's, there's always some, some different, um, instances or, you know, athlete situations, whatever, um, some athletes and some schools are in a position to say no, um, and other athletes and schools are not. And, and this is kind of part of the issue, right? Is, is we have an athlete get flooded with communication, flooded with communication, and they, and they don't really want to say no to schools because you just, you don't know how interested, um, 
schools are. Um, and, and, and it's really hard to tell, um, again, because of all these new rules, really until we get to June 15th and after to where we can really have dive in and have um, realistic conversations uh, with schools. But even after June 15th, we, we've still got, um, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of situations where, um, where we've got tears either on the athlete side or on the, on the coach side. Okay. And I, and I, and again, I, I don't think it necessarily works. Um, and, and I had a, an athlete go, uh, recently to a, a visit, a visit to a division two school. Great visit. They did a great job of setting the bar really, really high for her first visit. Um, and, and it, it made me think, you know, that, that there's that division two school, um, that really wants you to come to their school right? They email you, they text you, they call you, the coaches are great. They think you'd be a great part of their program. Um, that's exactly how the top schools treat their recruits and athletes at the top of their list. Okay. Um, and if a school isn't treating you like that, if the school isn't treating you like they're at the, you are at the top of their list, um, then you aren't. Okay. Um, and, and that's, really sometimes hard to hit and hard to understand because again, we've had schools that have been sending emails, questionnaires, whatever to athletes for months and months and months. Um, even those athletes are, even though they're second tier, um, uh, kids. Okay. Um, so this brings up this whole idea of, well, so Jason, if a school doesn't respond, are, are they not interested? Okay. Maybe, maybe not. Um, we don't ever really know until we can get some sort of definitive answer. Um, and again, that's where I come in a lot of the times is to try to hash some of that out as best as we can. Okay. Um, so it, it's hard to tell until we make sure we've gotten the coach and the athlete connected. So until we get the film in front of the coach and we get some sort of feedback, even general feedback, right? Um, hey, we're not interested, generally not interested, generally interested, um, whatever, whatever rules we need to follow until we get there, you know, there's still a lot up in the air. It's not always the case, um, uh, that if, if they, if they choose not to respond, that they're not interested, sometimes they just, they can't, they didn't get the email or whatever. Okay. Um, but, but going back to the, the, the tiered kind of approach and how this impacts the athletes, um, I had several athletes just flat out not respond to coaches on June 15th. Um, because the schools reached out to them or responded to them in a way that demonstrated fairly obviously that they were at the bottom of their, um, they were in that second tier group. Um, and, and so if you make an athlete feel like they're in the second tier group, they're going to realize that, especially if they have other schools that are treating them like they're in the first tier. Okay. Um, so, so, so I think, um, there, there's good things and bad things. Um, from both perspectives, as far as uh, be on the athlete side and the coaches side about the tier group, obviously, I think, um, you know, it, it helps coaches sometimes, you know, put athletes into another category if they haven't seen them play enough yet, uh, which happened a ton this year. And so that's um, fairly consistent with, with just how things have gone um, this club season. Um, but, but I think some of the bad things are like I talked about, like just the poor communication and the miscommunication. And, and like I said, when, when, when I have an athlete that was really interested in a school, um, and, and she comes back and, and says, well, all they did was send me an email on June 15th. 
after I've been emailing them for the last six months, they showed me that they weren't interested. Um, and, and I think after some time, you know, even if a school does try to reach out to that kid, it, it's hard to compete with those schools that did reach out right away. Okay. And so, so when you have these, um, again, from the athlete side, when I have my top tier schools that I'm going to reach out to right away and my, my second tier schools that I, I will reach back out to when I can, um, you know, I, it, it definitely it communicates to those schools that are in that second tier that you're not really interested in them. Okay. So again, point back to, um, how does that one school that really, really wants you really, really bad, how do they treat you? And are you getting treated that way from other schools? Okay. Um, because when I, I firsthand knowledge of, of this situation, when a school is really interested in an athlete, they will make sure they know that they're really interested. Okay. Um, and, and there's, and there's ways to communicate that well. Um, and, and some schools do a better job than others of communicating that interest. Some athletes do a better job of communicating that interest, um, but there's definitely ways to communicate that on both sides. Um, and and there's definitely ways to find out the information, okay, especially now. Um, if, if, we, if we didn't want to figure out where schools were interest-wise beforehand, we can definitely figure it out now and, you know, cross things off the list and stuff like that. And, and you know, I, when I talk to all my parents, they, they want – a school to be interested um, in them. And so, and so how the athletes get treated and how the athletes treat the schools um, I think is, is, is a really, really important piece of this. Um, And, and so when I, when I look at this tiered recruiting kind of, I don't even really want to call it a system um, and it's, it's sort of a ranking, but not really. when you have this kind of tiered system, I think you are, um, you're, you're pushing, um, athletes and you're pushing schools kind of aside, um, throughout this process. Uh, and so, so I, I think it's really important. Um, and this is what a lot of my athletes did after June 15th was we, we went through and, and, and kind of said, okay, here are the schools that I'm, I'm really interested in. And, and then here's all the schools that I'm not interested in. Um, and especially when you can stack up a list of schools that, that you feel like are interested in you. Um, sometimes when you look at a, a group of other schools um, kind of on your, on your list or ranking or whatever, you go, I'm, I'm not really interested in them. And, and I think it's totally fine to just cross those schools off the list. Um, and, and I ask this question sometimes to athletes, if they offered you a four-year scholarship with that, that put you that put that school in front of any of of these other schools and when they say no then it's like well that i mean you wouldn't go to that school anyway right and that and that's kind of my my issue with the with the tiered system from the from the from the school perspective is are these athletes that are in the quote-unquote second tier are they going to help like are are you really ever going to move on to these second tier kids um and and you know, from my perspective, how, how long am I going to, going to be able, um, to keep these kids hanging on when they're in this, in this second group, like this, this group that you're not even inviting to campus, you know, the group that you didn't send a poster to or whatever, um, you know, how hard is it going to be to have those kids hanging on, um, for, for a lengthy, for, for any length of time, really. And and I think it's going to be, 
I think it's I think it's going to be really really difficult. So, Jason, no tiered system. What do we do? Um, I think you, you can still rank, right? There's absolutely nothing wrong with ranking your schools as far as priority, okay? But once you get to a school that you wouldn't ever want to go to school there, they they shouldn't be on your list, okay? Um, same thing, you know, with an athlete. If this athlete can't help you then they, they shouldn't be on your list. But for, for my clients and, and kind of how we go through this process, if, if it's not a school that you're going to go to, um, then, then we cross them off the list. Uh, so what happens, Jason, if we run out of schools? Well, hopefully we don't. Um, obviously, uh, depending on how big our list is, and sometimes our list is a little bit too small. Um, and we have to make sure that we uh, either are adding schools to the list or keeping schools on the list. And, and I'm, um, you know, making sure that they, uh, that my clients are, yeah, this is a definite hundred percent. No, we would never go to school there. Um, make sure they're having that conversation. Um, cause it, it, you know, if, if our list is only three schools, that's not a good enough list, um, until we have offers in my opinion. So, so we've got to make sure that we have a big enough uh, list of schools um, to to go after, um, and then we don't tier them. Rank them, yes, um, because you definitely you're going to have a top choice, right? Um, four years here versus four years here, who wins? Okay, um, you know, four years here versus two years here, who wins? It's a good question to ask. Okay, so um, so so we rank, but we but we don't tier. Okay, we don't have backups. Um, we don't have this is my last option ever um, to play volleyball again because that school potentially is going to move on to someone who is actually interested in their school. Um, that that's going to happen, um, almost all the time. So, so rank don't tear. All right. Thanks. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening. If you have found this podcast interesting, helpful, or beneficial, or you're just a huge fan of myself, then please think about donating to the PRI talk podcast. I would love to continue bringing you recruiting advice as well as information on current volleyball events and your support can definitely help make that happen. All right, so so last thing I want to talk about um, and uh, it's been kind of on my mind uh, for a while um, to, to throw this out there. Um, but, and I, and I got an email, um, from a coach uh, a couple days ago, maybe last week, uh, that I was just, I was like, I have to say something. I just have to. Um, and, and, and I love my division two coaching friends. I, I do. I love y'all. You guys are awesome. Um, you work so hard, great coaches. I, I nothing, nothing bad at all about my division two coaching friends. Okay. But please stop referring to yourself as a mid-major Division One program. Just don't even go in that direction. Okay, um, you have a great product at the Division Two level. Okay, do not try to pretend or act like or behave or whatever like a Division One school. Okay, I don't. I don't care if you maybe almost beat or beat someone in the spring in a match that doesn't matter. Um, I, I don't, I don't care if you could beat everyone in, in the lower 150 RPI at division one, that doesn't matter. Okay. Um, you are our division two school, be excited about being a division two school. It says 
at the bottom of every single one of your websites, I choose division two. Okay. Now I chose a school that is sort of a division one mid-major. Okay. I, I know, trust me, I know that you guys can beat a lot of division one mid-majors. There's a lot of division twos that are, that are better volleyball programs um, in this country than, than a, a bunch of division one programs. But I don't think that matters. I think you guys have a really, really good product at division two. Don't try to pretend to be something that you aren't. Okay. You, you, you don't have 12 scholarships. A lot of you don't even have eight scholarships, right? Um, which is the max for, for division two. You don't have, so don't be division one. You don't play a division one schedule. Um, you play a division two regionally, uh, a schedule. Um, I, the whole athlete argument, oh, we get division one athletes and blah, blah, blah. I, that's, it's great. I love it. Be who you are, which is a really, really good division two program. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I think one of the hard parts on my job is of my job on this side is trying to convince families and athletes that there's absolutely nothing wrong with being a division two athlete. Okay. Um, I, I try really hard to communicate that to them and you can get a really good education. You can play really, really good volleyball, competitive, high level volleyball at a division two school. Okay. And I know all of you believe that too. You guys think that you can do that at a division two school. So, so don't turn around and, and, and say, I choose division two and you can do this, that, and the other thing at this, at, at our level, at our program, you can be great volleyball player here. And then, and then throw yourself into the lump of a mid-major division one program. I, I don't think that uh, having coached division two and division one, we, at the division two level, we're not doing ourselves any favors when we are trying to constantly um, compare ourselves to the, the mid-major division one programs in, in really any way, shape or form. Just don't just let division one do their thing. You guys do your thing at division two. Um, that has been kind of on my mind. So, so all those athletes that are, are, are looking at playing at a division two level, it's not a, it's not a lower level than, than division one across the board. It isn't. Okay. Like I said, there's lots of division two programs that could be, um, a, a bunch of division one programs, right? And there's some really, really good division three programs that could probably turn around and beat some division two programs NAIA, really good volleyball. Um, so, so be excited about where you are, recruit the athletes to your program based on what it actually is, not, not trying to mirror some, what other, some other program is doing. Okay. Um, that's not even in your same level. You don't play against them. Okay. Um, if, if you want to be a division two athlete, then be a division two athlete. It doesn't make you less of an athlete. It doesn't make the school worse. doesn't make the volleyball worse. Um, so, so I'm trying really, really hard to communicate that to, to athletes on this side, division two coaches, help me out. Right. Um, help me out. You guys be you, you choose division two. It's at the bottom of all of your websites. It, you even talk about it at the beginning of every single home match. Right, we choose Division Two. Right, that that is said at the, at, at least it used to be at the start of every home game for basketball, volleyball. I think tennis even does it. Um, right, so so choose Division Two, be Division Two. You guys are great at what you do. Be there, do that. All right, thanks. Love y'all. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you would like more tips, updates, or recruiting assistance, 
Go to my website, privolleyball.com. Check out my blog or reach out to me directly if you have any other questions. You can also find me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Parallel Recruiting Initiative. If you need specific recruiting help, I have a couple different ways I can help you. Please reach out to me on my website or social media. Thanks for listening.